Praise God. Good, good morning, everybody. Good to see everybody. Good to be in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were in a great meeting the last couple nights with uh, Pastor Nancy. And, and uh, you know, uh, some of them were talking about, some of the pastors were talking about staying or going. And uh, I said, I want to get back. You know, I just couldn't miss. I'm excited about what God's doing. Yes. Amen. Uh, and, and we've been pressing into some things for a while. Amen. You know, the Bible says, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus. What does godly mean? You know, you hear the term godly or ungodly. Well, ungodly would mean God's got nothing to do with God, nothing to do with God. Amen. Or godliness would be having something to do with God, and ungodliness would be, you know, God's no part of that. <laughs> Amen. Because of evil, it's, it's all evil. Amen. But if, if you desire to have God in your life and to walk with God, you know, not everybody's going to love you, and the devils hate you. Amen. And they know they have but a short time. They're defeated, but they're here on this earth to, to torment and harass. Uh, uh, that's a new word, harassle. <laughs> They're here to harassle you. Praise God. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Yes. Glory to God. And we win no matter what the weapon is. And we just got to believe that and enforce that. Praise God. So we're excited. We we uh, we, we just been in uh, under the word powerfully and under just such a mighty anointing Holy Ghost meetings. Praise God. Uh that we're just we're just uh, ready to take it to a new level, and I'll tell you about that in a minute more. But right now, we want to dismiss our kids. We have children's church for ages six months up to the sixth grade. If you're in that age group, or if you're the teachers, God bless you. God bless our children. God bless our teachers. We're we're training these babies up in the way that they should go. Amen. Amen. And uh, uh, there's an anointing. To minister to kids, and when you got kids that are that are being raised by parents who really honor God, they pick up and they're special and and they grow up and they they they're different. Yeah. Amen. Makes all the difference in the world. You can't send them to church. Right. A lot of people used to send their kids to church with somebody. Well, they 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 that, that don't guarantee nothing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. Amen. <laughs> They're going to do like you do, not like you say. <laughs> Amen. You're going to have to demonstrate some stuff to them. Amen. So uh, we've been talking about uh, uh, by the acknowledging of every good thing that's in us, it says in Philemon, uh, we're more effectual in our communication of the gospel. And that means anything to do with the gospel. And, and there are lost people everywhere. The devil's had his way in this country since 1963 when they took prayer out of the schools. And uh, there's just been a, a heavy spirit of Antichrist trying to turn this country away from God. And you know what? You know, people are called sheep. Jesus said he wept over Jerusalem because they were like sheep having no shepherd. Amen. And the thing about people is, if you're fortunate to be born under great parents that love God and honor God, then, then you're going to grow up in that. But if you were born under ungodly parents that never had heard the gospel or, or never had walked with God, then, then, 
then you're cursed by that. And you're going to imitate them. You're going to think like they think. You're going to do like they do. And, uh, you know, rich parents, uh, generally, most of the time, raise kids, especially parents that have learned how to be responsible and make a good living for themselves. And by saying rich, I mean, I mean you're not living from paycheck to paycheck. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, no, no big financial worries. You're, you're, you're well off. People like that generally have children that become that way because they learn and, and they understand and they won't settle for anything less. You know, there's stuff we have to go. But some people are taught, uh, uh, you know, wrong things and therefore they become wrong, wrong adults. And it's the same way with spiritual things. But, uh, you know, people are like sheep. We just follow. We just follow. There's not that many leaders. And so the devil knows that. So he's raising up all this nonsense. And, uh, you know, I mean, I could go on and on. The, 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 the ridiculous filth that is uh, pouring out onto our land. With the gender identity and all the perversion. You know, now, now the thing that they're throwing around is minor attracted persons. Minor attracted persons. You know, if you got you got to use the right pronouns. Minor attracted per persons. That's somebody who's lustful for children. Amen. Somebody who's but but you can't say that. You can't say they're a pervert. They're a child molester. You can't say that. No, they're minor. Uh, minor attracted persons. Because they desire you. And that's all right. Everybody's different. You know, some, some guys like guys. Some guys like girls. And some girls like guys. And some guys like girls. And, 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 and some change back and forth. And some have guy parts and girl parts. And every other kind of thing. And they're attracted to everybody. They're pansexual now. They got, they got more stuff than you can. I don't have time to keep up with it. It blows my mind. I can't understand. I can't comprehend it. Amen. I never got an earring way back. And if you're a man and you got an earring, God bless you. I never got an earring way back because I was afraid I'd put it in the wrong ear and somebody would think I something I wasn't. Because I heard if it's in one ear, you was a drug dealer. And if it's in the other ear, you, you, you was male attracted male. Amen. So I never did get one because I didn't want to confuse anybody. <laughs> Not me. Hallelujah. I don't want on that list. Praise God. But, but, but see, all this stuff's going on, and sheep are dumb. Amen? Sheep are dumb. And, and, and unless you're fortunate to get connected to the right things, and you learn to live out of your spirit, and let the Spirit of God lead you, and get drawn to Spirit-filled, Spirit-led people, and learn Spirit-filled, Spirit-led things, then you can prosper in everything that you do, and, and get broke free from everything. Hallelujah. I mean, I mean we're living in a time... Uh, the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. That's what the Bible says. And it says where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. So they can, they can, put, a, they can put a pervert up on a pedestal and call them a minor attracted person if they want to. But it's still from the pits of hell. And I'm not buying it. Amen. And Jesus is still on the throne. And right is still right. And wrong is still wrong. And it's going to come to pass. But that's sin. Amen. And the Bible says where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. So we're promised the weirder they get, 
the more wicked they get. We are promised revival. Yes. We are promised the grace of God abounding. Yes. That doesn't mean, see, some people think the grace of God just covers a little, throws a little blanket on you, and it's just all right. Whatever you do, it's just all right. That's not what the grace of God is. That's a perversion of the gospel. Yes. Yes, there's power in the blood. There's much power in the blood to break every chain. Amen. But when you're saved, amen, when you're really saved, there's a change. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. And if there's not a change, this gospel that doesn't produce change, it's not the right gospel. Amen. When I went to the altar and rededicated my life, everything changed. Amen. Hallelujah. And we have these people... Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know they, they, they drink a case of beer a day and they get saved and they still drink a case of beer a day. And they say, don't judge me, you're judging me. That's not the love of God. And see, if you say there's something wrong with a minor attracted person, they say your Christians aren't supposed to judge. All that, they're just they're fighting and putting up a smoke screen. But let me tell you, saints of God, they're running out of time. Yeah. They're running out of time. We win no matter what the weapon is. We win. Yeah. And now last night, uh, Dr. Jacobs opened up, uh, was going to receive the offering for Pastor Nancy. And he got up there with, with, with uh, just such a strong, authoritative anointing. And he, he talked about angels and how angels want to affect our prosperity. Yeah. How God wants us prosperous and angels are ministering spirit to those who are going to yeah. inherit salvation. Yeah. So angels will help you get prosperous. And he pointed out a few scriptures. Amen. And we've been talking about everything in the box. Remember? Uh, all things that pertain to life and godliness are in that box. And we lay hold of it by knowledge. Grace and peace is mul multiplied to you through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and all that he's provided. Amen. And so we lay hold of that by faith. But e even angels, and we all have guardian angels, but angels hearken unto the voice of the word. That's what the scripture says. That's why it's so important to not forget the things. You remember, you know, when we first started, we were out at Sparksville, and I used Brother Hagin's 26 lesson Bible study books for Sunday school. Our Sunday school literature. Well, there's one on prayer, there's one on uh, faith, and there's one on healing. Praise God. And so we, we rotated. Those were our Sunday school books. Teaching, and we learned that life and death is in the power of the tongue. But, you know, the devil wants you to forget that. And, and, and you'll hear some person say something about, well, that name it and claim it. You know, you've got to watch those people. And that will affect you. And so you kind of let that die down a little bit and, and not take it as serious. And the next thing you know, you're saying stuff you wouldn't have said two or three years ago, not even realizing you're letting stuff slip. And you're saying, but the angels are hearkening to the voice of the Word. And we have to say what God says. You've got to train yourself to do it. You're created in the image of God. We're, we've been uh, uh, delivered from the powers of darkness and translated in the kingdom of the Son. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Everybody who's believed on Jesus, by faith in God, we're, 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 we're the sons of God. By faith. Amen. Glory to God, and we've received the gift of righteousness. And, and, and uh, Paul said that we may reign in life as kings. The Amplified says. Because we got saved. Now, nobody's teaching this in churches. 
It's right there in the, in the Bible. But nobody's teaching it. They're telling us, well, you never know what the Lord might do. We ought to always pray. But you never know what the Lord might do because sometimes he might say yes. But most time he says no. Or sometimes he says wait. And there's no scripture for any of that. But we buy it hook, line, and sinker. And then somebody comes along telling you what thus saith the Lord. You say, what? What? What's he talking about? You know, well, I know uh, 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 Aunt Ernestine, she believed for healing and she died. And if there ever was a saint, she fried more chicken for church socials than anybody. And if there ever was a saint, it was her. But she got sick and she died. So th that means healing's not real. No, it don't. What makes you think that? Amen. But, uh, but Dr. Jacob just started off, and it, it was, its words are so important. Words set the angels in motion for your prosperity, if you'll say the right words. Yeah. we got to learn to stop saying, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how we're going to make it. We're on a fixed income. Don't say that. Right. Amen. I had a fixed income. Uh, you know, I, uh, uh, it was broke, praise God. But God fixed it. Amen. Now I'm, now I'm fixed. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm expecting ab abundance. Amen. And then Pastor Nancy, she's praying for people. She got me by the hands. And she said, she said, you need to start saying more. Say big. Say big things. Say big things. I said, Glory to God. And, 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 and I'm thinking, she don't even know what happened. She don't even know what, what's happened, how accurate that was. Because, and I'll tell you. I don't, know, I don't know if I said it publicly. I think I probably did. But when, when I was in Nashville last week, uh, it, during the meeting, I've been pressing through some things. Everybody goes through things. Don't look at me. Sit there and look at me. Because if you're not going through something, we need to pray for you because, you know, what's wrong with you? Amen. You need to get in this thing. You need to wake up. You can't sleep through your life. And, and yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus persecution is going to come. The devil's going to try to hinder you to keep you out of faith. So, so I'm down there, and I, you know, I've been praying, and, and I, know, I know God's got something more for me, better stuff, and I know, I, I know new levels, new devils, and I just know I'm really, I'm really plowing, and I'm really fighting. I just really feel like a lot of stuff's holding me back, and I don't really fully understand it all, and I'm pressing, and I'm praying, and I'm reading the Bible, and I'm praying, and I'm working... To, to, to get to a place, but it just, it just seems like I'm hindered, I'm held back. And I saw in a vision, and I saw a gate, and I knew that gate went to the next room, to the next place. I knew it was, and I knew it was my gate, and I'm supposed to go through that gate. But I also saw behind that gate, there was about a hundred demons, all little demons, and they was huckered up against that gate. And they was holding that gate, keeping me from going through it. And it was like the Lord showed me, you know, why I'm struggling is there's some demonic influence that's, re that's really hitting me. So all week long, I've been praying and thinking and talking, God, you're going to have to help me. Show me what i got to do to get through all this. And then, then, then I realize those are demons. And greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And so I started believing, praise God, you, you, this is going to have to go. We're coming through this. I'm, coming, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying like I am. I'm going to the other side. And I was, I was talking to God about it every day and pressing in and breaking through. And, and uh, you know, I didn't really feel broke through, but I'm, I'm on the journey, you know. I'm on the journey. And I got in there uh, Monday night, or uh, we went, what, Friday night? We went Friday night and Saturday night. Friday night, I was in there in that service, and the same way the Lord showed me the gate, He showed me the gate swung open. 
Amen. And he said, now just step on through. Just step on through. And how did I get it? How did I get through? Words. Words. Saying some things. So I'm over here in this new, in this new territory, praise God. Amen. And, and, and so excited about being here. But words are so important, the words that you speak. See, it's a process. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I've had health issues for a couple years now with my hip and kept getting infected and, and uh, you know, been through a lot. And, uh, uh, you know, five surgeries on my hip yeah. in, in two years. And then a lot of, I mean, when they cut you open like that, and one time I didn't even have a hip, you know, for, for several weeks and had to go around on a walker and uh, couldn't do anything. I mean, you, you, taking showers and that, your whole life is just disrupted. And, and, all, and then, then you have to be on pain medication because that, that stuff hurts. And then I didn't like the pain medication, and, and I wouldn't hardly take the pain medication because if I took the pain medication... I know how the devil works. If I took the pain medication, I just felt like my spirit was opened up to stuff. Yeah. And I just couldn't stand that. I just couldn't stand that. Amen. I'm not going to give him no open door. But anyway, it's just been a press. And, and then I still wasn't recovering all. And then I had other little, little, little stuff. I had blood clots and uh, UTIs that I was dealing with and having to go back and forth to the doctor. And then the blood clot came up and... I had to go to the emergency room a couple times. I was sitting in the emergency room on my birthday when I should have been celebrating, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you know, all that stuff's painful and frustrating, aggravating. My legs swelled up, you know, and it hurt to walk, hurt to move. And, you know, I, I was just getting tired of that, and the devil was just kind of just chiseling away at me, saying, you're never going to get any better. It's going to stay this way. It's going to stay this way. You might have to have another surgery. You know, it ain't right. Something ain't right, you, you know. And uh, I, I know how to fight that. Amen. You fight it with words. And you start answering it back. But see, I remembered, and I knew when all the tragedy in my life, and, and uh, you know, uh, my family was just destroyed. You know, my marriage was just destroyed. And uh, not my family, praise God. But, you know, 33 years of marriage was just done. Just done. Didn't want it no more. What nothing I could do, I tried to fight for that. That hurt so bad. And that just, that just crushed me and discouraged me so much. And I was fighting through it. And, uh, oh, I, I, I got such a good spiritual father and spiritual brothers that helped me and called me and even sent me money when all that was going on because I went from two-income household to a one-income household. But I still had two-income household bills. God took care of me. God took care of me, praise God. But, you know, uh, you know I, I, just, I just prayed in the Spirit and prayed in the Spirit and fought and fought and fought and got through all that and got over all that and then God sent me Misty. What a miracle Misty is. Misty is going to do a Sunday night service soon, uh, maybe the end of October, and give her testimony again and we're going to get the pictures and get the whole testimony out and get more people seeing it and hearing what God has done through her because she is healed. <laughs> and she stayed healed. I had a pastor friend. He was Baptist. And I told him what was going on with me and Misty. And I told him I was going to 
marry her. And of course, she said, I, you know, my denomination wouldn't let you marry her and stay a preacher. And I said, well, I ain't in your denomination. And your denomination's wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. You're straining in a gnat and swallowing a camel. That's what Jesus said. You're not rightly dividing the scriptures. Amen. Hallelujah. And, uh, but then, then he said this. He said, you know, you better be careful because what she was sick with might come back. I'm just warning you, you better be careful. It might come back on her. Uh, you know, like, of course, they don't believe in healing, you know, except, except what doctors do. They don't, think Jesus, they don't think Jesus is the great I am. They think he's the great I was. Amen. Well, he's the great I am. And here she sits, still healed. Amen. Hallelujah. And blessed and full of life. Amen. And, uh, and energy. Uh, so uh, I realized in, in that test and trial that I was going to have to see myself overcoming this. And there was financial deals too. Financial money. Financial deals because it just, I mean, it was a mess. Lord, it was a mess. And uh, I just realized I was going to have to see myself on top of it before it was ever going to change. Let me tell you something. I love you. You listen to my live stream. I love everybody. But Jesus isn't going to come give you a miracle because you're real pitiful. That's not what he's moved by. He is moved with compassion, but he responds to faith. And I realized I was going to have to see myself blessed. I was going to have to see myself on top. I was going to have to see myself happy. I thought I was happy. But I realize now, looking back, man, I was just pressing and plowing. Amen. I was saying the right things, and I was believing the right things. But, uh, but I, was, I was being bombarded. I was, I was going through like I didn't know I was going through. Amen. Thank God for everybody who stayed faithful and kept praying. Amen. Because, you know, we've come out of it, and we, we come through the other side. But I realized then that you have to see it. And when you say it, when you talk about it, you're not saying... Well, I'm saying the right thing, but I sure don't believe this. I'm saying I'm healed, but I sure don't feel healed. I don't know. Might work for somebody. It ain't working for me. You know, you, it don't work that way. It don't work that way. I realized I had to get it right in my head. And then when I said it out of my mouth, it would come to pass. So I was pressing through all that. And so a few months ago, in the midst of all this pain, I was really getting on top of it in my faith and seeing myself healed. And I, uh, Dr. Dr. Jacobs was preaching in another church in Louisville. And so I told Misty, said, we need to just go. And uh, uh, I said, I'm going to get the prophet to lay hands on me, and I'm, I'm going to receive my healing. I'm coming out of this. I'm shaking all this stuff. I'm tired of it. I'm shaking it. And I want you to know I did. And we were there for two nights, and then about the next week he was here and ministered to us. And I'm telling you, I've been going at a whole different rate, and and uh, my leg feels so much different. It's it's not even, it's not even an issue. And plus, I've had a few other you know blood clots and different stuff that's trying to trying to bring me down. But I'm I'm not going to let it bring me down. Amen. And now the gates flung open. But it all happened. See, I said words. When Dr. Jacobs lays hands on me, I'm going to get over this. I'm going to break through. I ha- it's words. It's the words that you speak are so essential. Amen. And, and now you've got to believe him. Now listen, if you don't know where your Bible's at, you're in trouble. Yep. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to have to find it, and you're going to have to read it and feed on it. And, 
You know, you don't need to read, be reading something weird. and or, 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 Lord, help me. You don't need to be reading the lost books of the Bible. Right. Or, you know, or something nonsense like something somebody would think is deep. That's, that, that's deep and weird. Amen. You, you know, we got the gospel. We got the New Testament that we can't do. So why are we trying to find another, something to add to it? Amen. If we just get the simple stuff. Praise God. And it's, it's powerful stuff. Amen. Uh, so, in uh, believing it, just staying with the simple word and, and realizing He loves you so much. He wants you to be more than a conqueror. He delights in the prosperity of His servants. And then, but you see, you've got to be careful what you hear because you'll find somebody on the Internet saying, the prosperity gospel is evil and it's ruining the church. The prosperity gospel. Preachers talking stuff like that. Amen. And, and uh, the ones that are successful, they are in prosperity. But they're keeping everybody else down. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and Jesus said all kinds of stuff about being blessed and being prospered. He's a heavenly father. What good father, what good, good father wants his kids broke? Hallelujah. Right. And suffering and struggling. None. Amen. None. Money's not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. How many people have gotten so much trouble because they didn't have enough money? Amen. Not too many people get in trouble because of too much. A whole lot more get in trouble because not enough. I ain't got enough to feed my family. I'm going to have to rob that bank. And that's happened. I'm going I'm to hijack an armored car. Hallelujah. You know, that didn't come from having too much money. That came from not having any money. Praise God. And they're going to repossess my house and, and all this is going to happen. What am I going to do? People get in trouble because they don't have money. People make bad decisions because they don't have money. Amen? But what we got to do is, is, is really, you know, understand we reach in the box. Everything that pertains to life and godliness is in that box. But we got to go with words. Now, we've got to find out what belongs to us, and we've got to say it. Healing is mine. Prosperity is mine. My God supplies all my needs. And angels are ministering spirits. Angels are hearing you. When you say stuff about being broke, they're hearing you. And they, they say, well, we've got to sit down now. Because they cancel the assignment. Yeah. But when you say the right things, God's given me favor. Amen. My business is blessed. God's leading my footsteps. Hallelujah. Showing me the way. Amen. He will. Amen, and honor him inch by inch is a cinch. Amen, you're not going to go to, to uh, you know, being so low that you're, you know, below ground. Amen, to being on top of the mountain overnight because you confessed a, a word or two or you heard one good message. No, it doesn't work. Brother Copeland didn't get where he got. Uh, and people, don't, people just don't understand. Uh, I'm so thankful for the Victory Channel. Amen, and it's, it's on in our house. You know, our dogs are bound to be at least sanctified. <laughs> and, you know, they gotta, they're, they're bound to be getting in because they've heard more gospel than, than most ever will. <laughs> Praise God. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's on in the nighttime. Amen, when we're gone, it's on. They're listening to it right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who, whoever's on the Victory Channel, that's, they're, they're sitting there watching. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But they just had this victory thon, and, of course, Pastor Nancy was on that, and she... Uh, Man, she's, she's coming into something, and Dr. Jacobs is too. And it, it, last night was just amazing. So doctor started with that strong word about angels helping you in your finances. And then she just got, went off 
talking about the power of words and saying things and, and I mean it, it just tore the house up praise God and, and uh, there's so much edification and, and uh, uh, encouragement but uh, we have to renew our minds on what the word of God says amen Romans 12 says I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable to God which is your reasonable service see all these people who say well I'm saved but I I still want to do what I want to do I don't want no preacher telling me that I can't do this and I can't do that I'm not doing it I don't like the Bible you know it's like a buffet Uh, if it's got green beans and and corn and I like corn, but I don't like green beans, so I'm going to get corn. But I ain't eating those green beans. Ain't nobody going to make me eat those green beans. And see, that's where they are with the Bible. Amen. I want the bless me scriptures, but I don't want the one that gives me instruction. Well, you need to take them all and understand his commandments aren't grievous. Amen. He's good. Amen. And and, uh, he gave us all things freely to enjoy. You can be perfectly blessed without having a bunch of sin in your life. You really, really can. God's a good, good God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. You're supposed to give your life to God when you get saved. Amen. I was wicked. I ain't going to be wicked no more. Whatever it was that you were doing, I ain't going to do that no more. Now I'm saved. Y'all heard the story about the old wicked drunk, and he had a dog, and he didn't have the Victory Channel. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and he had a dog and all he did was yell at the dog and kick the dog and fuss at the dog well he rambled into revival one night and got saved I mean he got washed in the blood he got saved and he come home and he was nice to the dog and the dog freaked out he didn't even know who it was well, he, he, you know he was scared because all of a sudden instead of being mean and wicked he was nice because he'd been changed old things are passed away behold all things become new so giving your bodies to God don't nobody, you know, get mad at me. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. You know. Well, I always get drunk. Well, you not anymore. Amen. You're not supposed to. I like to cuss. Not anymore. Let, let no foul language come out of your mouth. Not anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Help us, Jesus. He'll deliver you. Amen. And if we'll, if we'll feed on the Word, which you have to if you're going to have faith. We're going to find out that not just any words work because all y'all are talking. Yeah. And they, they, they say that women, I ain't picking on nobody, but they say that women say, you know, thousands more words a day than men do. <laughs> Amen. So if it ain't right, if you're saying wrong things, you're probably saying more wrong things than, than men are. Praise God. And you're digging your hole deeper. Amen. So we've got to learn and get those words right. And the only way to get those words right is get them in accordance with the Word of God and learn and understand what God says. And there's so much power in you when you begin to understand and realize there's so much authority in you. It's not based on you and your goodness and how special you are. That's a bunch of religious hogwash. It's based on Jesus and what He did. And can you believe that and can you receive that and then honor what He said? Amen. Greater is He that's in you than he that's in the world. For verily, verily, I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast in the sea. Whosoever. Whosoever. I'm looking at a bunch of whosoever's. 
Amen. Not the fired up preachers who fast and pray. Amen. No, whosoever, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, that mountain represents anything that's hindering you. This mountain was my gate that I had to go through right now. Amen. Shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says shall come to pass. He will have whatsoever he saith. Not whatsoever the preacher saith. If I get a good preacher, I'll be all right. No. Not unless you do what the preacher says. Not unless you do what the preacher says. Hallelujah. Am I, am I helping anybody? Yes. Giving your bodies reasonable service to God. That's just what you're supposed to do. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So to renew our minds means to take our thoughts that are according to the world and exchange them for God's thoughts. It's renewed. Amen. You had old carpet. You had old uh, avocado green carpet from the 70s. And you call the carpet company to get, come bring you some new carpet. They took out the old and they put in the new, nice, trendy, whatever's trendy. Amen. And now you got one of them remote control vacuums. Robots. Amen. You sit there in the easy chair with your feet up watching gun smoke. Amen. And that vacuum machine just, it does it at night. You wake up and the floors are swept. Such modern technology. Amen. Out with the old and in with the new. I remember we lived in one house in Denver, had carpet about that thick. We weren't even allowed to go in the living room. Because when you, when you vacuumed it just right and you had the, 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 all the grain going the right way and it's pretty. But if you went in there and walked on it, then it didn't look pretty no more. Amen. We, that was just a showroom. Wasn't isn't that right? It was just a showroom. Hallelujah. Praise God. But if you fell down, you wouldn't get hurt. Because <laughs> it's just like falling in the bed. <laughs> Praise God. Glory to God. To renew our minds means to take our thoughts and exchange them for God's thoughts. And let me say this. This is important. Mind renewal must become a lifelong commitment. We got to renew it. We got to refresh it. Amen. We got to keep, we got, it's just, just like eating breakfast. Now, some people skip breakfast, but most people, when they skip breakfast, they don't miss lunch. Am I right? Amen. Am I right? And you got you to make mind renewal just like that. It's so much a part of it. Amen. Feeding on the Word of God, feeding on the right things in the Word of God are going to help me. See, I said this, and I, I, I just don't think people really get it. And, and most people aren't really taught this. But rightly dividing the word for almost 40 years, God makes our spirits new. The Bible says in Romans that uh, with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whoever confesses that Jesus, Jesus is Lord shall be saved. Amen. So, so we know that. And when that, that happens, something happens on the inside in our spirits. Our spirit, man, is born again. We're born again. That's what Jesus was talking to Nicodemus about. If you're going to enter the kingdom, you must be born again. So you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and that causes your spirit to be born again. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Well, I've seen lots of people get saved through the years, but none, they all look like the same creature when they got up off the altar as they did when they went down. Amen. If you was fat when you went down, I'm sorry. You're fat when you... 
when you come back up. Now, I heard, I, I, I've heard of revivals where the power of God moved and people lost 20, 30 pounds in the glory. But it was, you know, tumors and stuff, different things going on. And, and some of what we got ain't tumors. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. But God can do anything. I, I, I ain't going to say that. Amen. But what I'm saying is you look on the outside the same. But we're new creatures on the inside. And, 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 and uh, he makes all things new on the inside. On the inside. So when we believe on God and receive the new birth, reach in the box, confess with our mouth, we receive that. And our spirit mans are made brand new. Hallelujah. All old things. Are, we're justified in the sight of God. Amen. But now that's your spirit. That's your heart of hearts. But now we have to deal with, we have to do something with our bodies. And that's what Romans 12 says, present your bodies a living sacrifice. You've got to bring your body under. Remember, I started with the scripture a couple weeks ago that Paul said, I bring my body under. Amen. You've got to take authority over your body, and you also got to take authority over your mind. You can't let your mind keep running after wickedness. And the way the, way the mind is designed, uh, it's got appetite, and what you feed it, it will want more of. Amen. And what you pull it away from, it will desire less. So it was designed that way so you would go after God. But the devil knows how to trip people up and get them going after the wrong things. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I heard Gloria Copeland use this illustration in healing school. uh, That she said it's like a golfer. You know, uh, uh, I was talking to one brother last night, you know, and he said he'd only been golfing twice this year. He'd been so busy. Amen. But, you know, if you don't think about it, you don't want to go. But when you start going, you want to go. Hallelujah. Praise God. Or different, different things, it's that way. Amen. And uh, so we have to do something with our bodies and minds. God makes our spirits new. But dealing with your body and dealing with your minds is up to you. Amen. Now, God is the author of salvation. He's the author and finisher of our faith if we let Him, if we yield to Him. And if nobody wants to listen to this, then, then they're leaving themselves in, in, in the hands of a, a, a mighty, loving God. And Paul even said there's a judgment seat for Christians. Yeah. And we're all going to stand before God as Christians. And, and we're going to be tried. We're going to be judged for the things we did in our body. Amen. And it says some of us, you know, make sure and have uh, good works. Silver, hay, and gold uh, that, that, that lead to honor. But some are wood, stay in, wood, hay, and stubble. And that gets burned up in this judgment. And so in, so in other words, all your works burn up, but you're just saved by the old saying goes the skin of your teeth. You just barely got in because of the goodness of God. But you could have had a V8. You understand what I'm saying? You could have lived large. You could have walked by faith and not by sight. Amen. You could have called the things that be not as though they were. You could have affected your family. You could have affected your community. Amen. You could have affected your church. Amen. By being a strong believer and being a person of prayer, being a witness. You could have led people to the Lord. Amen. But, but, but you didn't. Amen. You didn't do nothing with your body and you didn't do nothing with your mind. 
And if you don't do something with your mind, your mind will wear you out, and it'll lead you around, and it'll lead you to, to the, all the wrong places. I'm preaching so good. Every attack, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. But every attack of the enemy starts in the mind. That's where he comes. That's why in the whole armor of God we have a helmet of salvation. Amen. We have the shield of faith to quench every fiery dart of the wicked to protect us from this because the devil's going to come at you. Amen. But he gave us stuff to deal with it with. And he does weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Praise God. And that's up to us. Yeah. We got to do that. We got to step up and do that. And the more you're in, that's why revival gets so good. Amen. You know, I could tell you right now, uh, and, and we're rolling. We're rolling. I'm just going to say it. We're rolling. Something's cooking. Amen. But I could tell you we're going to have a, a 31-night revival. Every night we're going to be here till midnight. And you say, oh, dear God, I'm not. I doubt I'm going to make it uh, all the time, you know. Now, don't count me in, you know. Uh, but, but when something starts cooking... I mean, I've went to, when I rededicated my life, I went to church for uh, uh, all the whole the rest of the time the tent went. And then when that tent was over, there was another tent. And I went till that tent quit. And then when that tent quit, it was like a Monday or, two, or Tuesday night, and there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go to church. And so for the first night, like 20-some nights, I was at home. I said, what do we do now? We go to church. So what we do, and I mean, I didn't miss it. I was working 10 hours a day at the, the deal valve. I didn't care. Didn't care how late we stayed out. Amen. I was, I was high. I was high on Jesus. Amen. But so you can get rolling and, and roll into something like that. So I won't spring it on you. I mean, it'll just happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But see, Satan, you know, he's the enemy of our souls. He wants us to agree with our feelings. He wants, he wants to get in our feelings and cause us to be dominated by our feelings. Amen. Our senses. What we see, what we hear, what we feel. Satan wants you to agree with that. Amen. And he, he, wants, he wants us to be dominated by that. Well, I sense fear. So I, what am I going to do? Amen. Or somebody hurt me. So I'm going to be angry and jealous. And resentful, and I'm going to withdraw. Amen. And get bitter. No, we don't go there. But he works that stuff and he works it strong. And then you say, Well, if somebody had done to you what they did to me, you don't know. You don't know what I've been through. No, I don't know, but I know somebody who bore it all, every bit of it. And he said we could forgive and he said we could get over it. Amen. And, 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 and we got to press in that direction. Amen. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you, everything we've heard, everything we've learned, it's happening. It's coming to pass. People have been talking about the Lord coming. It's getting closer and closer and closer. And God is going to raise up and God's going to have a mighty army of warriors. And listen, He ain't got nobody else but us. It's us. Amen. We might as well just step up and let Him put the uniform on. Amen. My loins girt about with truth. <laughs> My feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I'm in, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Shield of faith. Above all, where we quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. And for our helmet, salvation. Glory to God. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always 
with all prayer and supplication. Glory to God. You might as well just step up. Hallelujah. Get equipped. Amen. Hallelujah. That's who you are. That's who God says you are. And that's what true humility is. Don't you sit back there and argue with God and say, Well, preacher, I'm pretty carnal. You know, I don't pray much. I don't read my Bible much. And, and so I, I'm not going to be much good. And if I, well, God's, God says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're a new creature. God said, if you believe, you can do all things. All things are possible. That's what God says. Yes. Hallelujah. God didn't say, oh, I missed it when I saved that one. <laughs> I should have passed him by. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, no, he knows what he got, praise God. And he put himself in us, praise God. He just needs vessels. He just needs yielded vessels, praise God. We're not going to be dominated by our senses. And we can defeat the enemy by keeping our minds in agreement with God's Word. And be powerful. Be powerful. Be mighty. Ephesians 1 and 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's for all of us. He's already done it. It's in the box. It's in the box we got to find out what acknowledge what's in the box and lay hold of it by believing and saying, I can do all things. I'm more than a conqueror. Praise God. Hallelujah. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You got it. It belongs to you. Lay hold of it. 2 Peter 1 and 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the, nurture, uh, through the knowledge of Him who has called us by glory and virtue. Hallelujah. Everything we will ever need for life and eternity has already been placed in our spirits. It's available to us. We activate it by an act of faith, and that takes words. Ephesians 3.16 That He would grant you, according to the riches of His glory... To be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That's in the box. We can be, you can lay hold of it. I, I thank God I'm, I'm uh, uh, according to the riches of his glory, I'm strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. And that word might is, Greek is dunamis. Dynamite power of God. I'm strengthened with might in the inner man. You can say that. You can believe that. You can, he wants you to. He wants you to. He don't want you running around spiritually streaking when the devil's firing at you. You laid your armor down somewhere and forgot where you left it. Amen. Hallelujah. And the devil's firing at you and the Lord wants to help you. And what do you give to help you? Uh, and you got all the intercessors praying and everything else. Uh, and you got everybody's hands full. Glory to God. You need to say it. He's granted unto me according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In, in myself, I'm nothing, but in him, I, I'm, I'm something. Amen. And I give him all the glory. You've got to give him all the glory. Might is the ability to do, it, to, to do anything, and we have that power. Hallelujah. Our spirit is a life-giving force. Uh, that's the life-giving force. That's who we are. It's the core of who we are. Amen. Now, now, most Christians are dominated by their souls, their minds, their will, their emotions, and their bodies. Hallelujah. Amen. They're dominated by their senses. 
But we can choose by pressing in, amen, to be dominated by our spirits if we line our souls up with our spirits. Your spirit already believes the Word of God. And that's why we've got to renew our mind so they're in agreement. There's only three votes, spirit, soul, and body. Amen. So to win the majority there, you know, in the playoffs in baseball, it's two out of three. First one to win two games, they, they go on. First one to lose two games goes home. Amen. So there's two votes, spirit, soul, and body. Well, your body's gonna your body's gonna lay out on you. I'm just gonna tell you, <laughs> Hallelujah! Your body you can't count on your body, but your spirit's already there. Your spirit's already yes and amen. And we just got to get our souls, just got to renew our mind and just bring it in, bring it into captivity. Praise God! Get those two in agreement, and we win. And stay consistent, amen. Hallelujah! Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. One more. One more. Ephesians 4. Glory to God. I love the new covenant. I love the epistles. That's who we are. That's what you need to be renewing on. Ephesians 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. I didn't say that as ignorant. Paul did. Because of the blindness of their heart. See, their heart's not right yet. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you, you believers... Praise God, who this letter is being written to, the, the believers at Ephesus. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. We're saved by grace. You can't keep a bunch of rules to get saved. But when you get saved, this opens up the Word of God. It comes alive to us, and it's a relationship. Amen. Any husband who has a good wife, if he wants to keep that good wife, he learns how to be a husband. He better. Amen. You got a good wife, you don't stay down at the crystal pistol every night. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You don't have two or three of your girlfriend's phone numbers in your phone there. You don't do that. You're married. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good. You put off the old man. I remember when I was first saved, all there was was Southern Gospel. And I went, we, we went and seen the Spencers. I think it was the Spencers. That, 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 that sad-looking old lady, but she could sing. Now, she could sing. She could really sing. But she just looked like her heart was broke all the time. I just felt sorry for her just looking at her. <laughs> but she loved the Lord. And, I mean, she raised, uh, her and her husband raised some kids that could sing, boy, and play instruments. And, uh, oh, Dad, they were singing this song. He said, I tell you the best thing that I ever did do. I took off the old man and I put on the new. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's, that belongs to us. 
Amen. I'm not addicted anymore. I'm not bound anymore. I'm not afraid anymore, praise God. I'm not heartbroken anymore. Glory to God. I'm, I'm, I'm not drifting with no direction, praise God. I have direction. I have guidance. Amen. Hallelujah. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And your steps are ordered also, praise God. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how wonderful it is to be saved. Amen. One of the things that's going to hit the true church is a joy of our salvation, a contagious joy. You're going to be so glad to be saved that you're not going to have to go knocking two by two and chasing people down and threatening them with hell to get them to accept Jesus. Amen. They're going to say, what's wrong with you? What have you got? What's happened to you? This thing that's on you, what is it? And you just say, it's Jesus. It's just Jesus. Amen. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Praise God. Hallelujah. He set me free. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Now we're pressing in. We just keep pressing in. Glory to God. We don't stop. There's more and more. There's so much in that box. I don't care if you've got a great big long arm. It goes way down in there. And, and you're going to be doing... Dr. Jacob's been doing this strong. He's been saved over 50 years when he first got saved. But he's been doing this strong 40-some years. Amen. And, and, you know, me and her both agree. It, of course, he's been through stuff too, my God. Buried his son-in-law and then now buried his wife. A man of miracles. Yeah. Seen, peop, seen people healed of stuff many times that took his family members out. But he couldn't get them healed. Amen. And, and, you know, we're not supposed to ask why or wonder why. Amen. And just because somebody doesn't get healed don't, give, don't, don't mean you just ignore it. You just say that's, you, you lay hold for yourself. Amen. And you get an agreement with the Word of God for yourself because right here sits one that was. Amen. And I've been healed by, of lots of stuff. Amen. So you just lay hold for yourself. It, it, somebody getting healed or not getting healed doesn't make it true or, or false. Right. Amen. Uh, I've buried people that according to every testimony that I heard, I couldn't get nobody to say one good thing about them. And had no hope that they, they got saved. What do you do at a funeral like that? I didn't even know him. I couldn't tell some good story about him coon hunting or anything because I, I didn't know any good stories. Amen. I just had to talk about uh, there's a place in eternity, heaven or hell, and the choice is up to us. We don't know about him, but you're going to be where he is someday. And, and you're going, you know, it's up to you. Go ahead and it's going to be up to you. Hallelujah. And then I'm, I'm preaching to good people. I'm preaching to safe people. We've got to take people with us. We've got to get in a mindset. I'm available, Lord. I don't know what's in me that you can use. But whatever it is, I'm giving it to you. Help me to, help me to learn to pray like you want me to pray. Help me to let my light shine. Show me, show me where to go. Teach me, use me. I've missed it. I've, I've fallen short. But you said your mercy is brand new every day. And you told me, Lord, if I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord, I just know you're good. I just know you've helped me before. I want to walk with you. And I want to be faithful. And I want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Preacher's up here telling me that there's something good in me. And Lord, if it is, I want you to find it and bring it out. I want you to do something with me. 
want you to use something. We put your hand on this lump of clay. And get out what you want to get out. I'll follow, Lord. Show me. If you have to bust my hard head, show me, Lord. I want to know you and the power of your resurrection. Amen. I don't know, you may be here, you may be listening, and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life. It's an easy thing to do. The Bible says in Romans that if you believe in your heart, if something's tugging way down inside of you, and you know you want this Jesus we're talking about, you have to accept that by faith. Amen. I say, I, listen, I'm just going to shoot straight. I'm not here to intellectually convince you that there is a God. I'm, I'm coming to you preaching this gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that if you'll believe it and be baptized, you'll be saved. And baptism is just a formal thing. It's the believing part that brings a new birth. Amen. So Romans says, we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. We will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. Being made right. It's the gift of righteousness. He'll make you right. Amen. He, uh, old things are passed away. He'll set the record straight at, at, at the instant that you pray and believe God. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Amen. If you need to pray, you can pray with me right now. Hallelujah. Anybody needs to come forward right now, you can. Don't be ashamed. We're going we're gonna to love you and help you. Amen. You out there on, on live stream, just pray. We're all going to pray this prayer. Dear God, you said in your word that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, I would be saved. I do believe in my heart. And with my mouth I now confess Jesus is my Lord. Fill me with your spirit, Lord. I'm going to follow you all the rest of the days of my life. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. Now, if you prayed that, you can call us or comment and, and get in touch. You need to be planted in a good church. You need to be planted in a good church. Going to church doesn't save you, but you know it's been going around now. But if you really get saved, you, want, you should want to go to church. You should want to go to a good church. Amen, that's going to help you and cause you to bear fruit and be a part of uh, something real and vital. It's a, it's a family, Word of Life Family Church. It's a good church even if I am the pastor. Amen, and it's a growing and dynamic church. Amen, and we ain't seen nothing yet. And you Come and be part with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? It's so. It's so. Amen, God is good. All the time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, God bless you. We'll be back here uh, Wednesday night expecting great things. Thank you for coming. Thank you for tuning in.